Welcome back to the podcast. I want to kick off this episode here by talking to you guys about 28 Circles. So 28 Circles is a marketing company and uh, they have a couple programs that are really great for companies starting out. Uh, we actually use um, the Welcome Mat, which is one of their programs right away at Wiscoat and at Dubuque Asphalt Maintenance. I cannot say enough about how many leads are getting created with very little effort on my end. So Jason and the team at 28 Circles have taken, especially Dubuque, all on their own, and uh, we're getting more leads than we had previously there um, just off of the things they're doing. So what is 28 Circles? What does it do, right? So um, their programs, they have two that are there right now, the Welcome Mat and the Reputation Builder. Um, to talk about the, the Welcome Mat, um, these are the kinds of things that they take care of for you. Um, there's estimate follow-up, Facebook messaging, Instagram messaging, Google messaging, web chat, um, two-way text messaging back and forth. They take care of your basic website with hosting as well. They also have 24-7 website monitoring as well. And then they have daily website backups so that it keeps everything there. Um, what does all that mean, right? So um, Jason and the team uh, help you get an app and on your app, all the messaging and everything, your texts, your calls, everything all go to this app. You get notified there whenever anybody reaches out via email or all any of those ways and they get in touch with you. That all gets to you, right? But on the backside of that, um, it actually, all that stuff and all the work they do optimizes your SEO, which is your search engine optimization, so that when somebody types in seal coating or asphalt paving or whatever you do um, in your area, the chances of you coming up at a higher rate or at a, I guess, a, a sooner search result, you know, at the top are improved via their program. They also take care of your Google My Business, if you allow, which also helps them to do search engine optimization. And the other thing is your reviews. So everybody has these, you know, um, expectations of getting more reviews and obviously more reviews on Google help you out as well. So that's their goal. These programs help you do that. So I would recommend... Um, going ahead and and looking in the description here on this podcast whether you're watching on youtube or you're on spotify or apple Podcasts, and there's a link down there below click that link and that'll save you 199 dollars off the setup fee the one-time setup fee and that's strictly for blacktop banter followers and listeners so search there find it click it get over there check it out you click that link it'll save you the $199 setup fee. If you can't find the link, just DM us here at Blacktop Banter um, or myself, Marvin, and I'll get the link sent to you and you can go from there. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Today's podcast is brought to you by Liberty Supply. So I don't know if you guys have ordered from Liberty Supply. I do. We get a lot of stuff from there. Liberty Supply is family owned and operated. And when you call, you talk to Sam. So if you call Liberty Supply's number, you talk directly to Sam. Sam is one of the owners. You can't do that very much anywhere else on, on a scale like that. So uh, I'm very appreciative to have Sam when I call. So we use everything. Well, not everything, but a lot from Liberty Supply. Um, this year we use spray tips from Liberty Supply. Uh, we got our broom heads from Liberty Supply. They we got some um, pour pots from Liberty Supply. Crack squeegees, pretty much whatever we need when it comes to um, products, as far as equipment, hand tools, all that good stuff, the spray tips, everything. So um, Liberty Supply, when we need something, we usually call over and Sam will have it ready in a short amount of time. That number to call them at is 800-397-9907. And Sam's probably going to answer if you're calling within business hours and he'll get you taken care of. You can also go to libertysupply.biz check them out there and uh, you'll be good to go. The podcast is also brought to you by Stencil Plus. Stencil Plus is making moves. Uh, Jeff and the team and Neil at the team, those guys are not only making moves, but they're making some pretty funny uh, videos and social media stuff too as well. Uh, we got every stencil we ordered this summer came from Stencil Plus. Never had an issue. It was here really quick. We recently used one on a project that I needed custom made a certain speed limit, like the slow ones, the elongated ones, and my length that I recommended uh, that I wanted it done. They were like, no, you need it, you need it done this way. And uh, upon their recommendation, of course, I said, yes, of course. And it's, it worked out great. It would have looked 
ridiculous if I would have done it, which um, I'm grateful for that those guys have the knowledge and uh, know what to do. But besides that, um, we got a lettering kit, a number kit, I believe as well. So very excited for those guys. Obviously Stencil Plus, you can find them on their stencilplus.com, of course. And then on social media at Stencil Plus, you guys are going to have a riot. Um, we love having Stencil Plus on board and very excited to keep them on board because um, it's worked out great. And I'm hoping to get Jeff from Stencil Plus on the podcast. So message him, guys. Tell him he needs to get on the podcast. We are also brought to you by the 800 Pavement Network. 1-800-BLACKTOP. Got it on my shirt. Got it on my trucks. That's ours in the 608 1-800-BLACKTOP. Not only 1-800-BLACKTOP, but also 1-800-STRIPING as well. Um, it's worked out great for us this year as far as branding goes. We're getting near the end of the year, and people are associating 1-800-BLACKTOP with Wiscoat, which has been great. I know a lot of our contacts still come through the phone. It's a lot easier to remember than our regular number. I can tell you that. So I'm grateful that we have that and been able to put it to use. I would recommend it as a contractor that you think about getting one of these numbers. Um, they have over 200 contractors doing over $1 billion in sales within the network. The network itself, I've seen emails and stuff come through about um, insurances, health insurances, workman's comp. We had um, another, I did a Zoom meeting, I believe, about deals on Chevy trucks. So there's all kinds of stuff within the network, not just, hey, here's a number and brand it. There's been lots of tools and different things that we've been able to be part of and take advantage of as contractors. So when you get your number, all the calls go directly to you. There's no middleman. There's none of that stuff like that or whatever. So, I mean, but besides the account work that comes through as a contractor and um, all the meetings and different things you get to go to, there's also advantages in health insurance and breaks on different materials and products and trucks and different things like that. So you can find them on Instagram at Pavement Network, 800 Pavement Network, or you can go to 800payment.com and find them as well. Hey everybody, welcome back. This is Blacktop Banter. This is episode 58 and we have our first ever three-peat guest uh, on here today and uh, becoming a show regular and uh, becoming a really good friend of mine. We talk fairly often, which I'm grateful for. Um, and he drives the number 12 Young's Motorsports Chevy in the NASCAR, it's Camping World Truck Series. Isn't that right? That's right, man. All right, man. So who, who are you? Man, hearing that never gets old. Uh, <laughs> never thought I'd be here for sure. Uh, but yeah, Spencer Boyd, I, I live in North Carolina. Uh, I race in NASCAR. If you're familiar with NASCAR, uh, I race in the Truck Series, which is everyone's favorite, hopefully. Oh, yeah. uh, we, we typically race on Fox Sports on Friday night, and uh, I'm out there duking it out with the boys, and, and there's some girls out there racing too, so uh, that's get, getting real interesting out there. Dude, it's been physical this year. Hadn't it? It's everybody is racing tight and hard, dude. I'm like, every time my breath, I'm like, I got, I got asthma anyways. And I'm hitting that inhaler four or five times, dude, during your races. Like people want it this year, dude. And, it, and they're fighting for it. It's scary out there, but it's exciting too. It's tough, man. You got 36 spots uh, available every weekend and you got 40 to 45 people showing up every week. So uh, just practice and qualifying is a, a knockdown drag out. And then when you get in the race, if someone lays the bumper to you the wrong way, uh, emotions get high and, and we're all wanting to fight each other. I'm like, is this like mini UFC? And uh, none of us look like UFC fighters. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Dude, it's, it's, it's getting intense. It's been exciting. And we kicked off with a killer one in Daytona. Um, I know I messaged you right afterwards, dude, and I was like, how did you make it through that? Like, everybody else ditched and went everywhere, and all of a sudden, the dude, it was just like a movie. Spence comes through the smoke, like, un almost unscathed. I was like, oh, my God, man. And uh, I remember I was texting your dad, and I was like, dude, dude, how did he do it? And he's like, I have no idea, man, but we're yeah. so glad he made it through that pile. That's just crazy, dude. It's a great way to start the season off exciting like that. And it set the tone, I think, for the season this year so far, right? Yeah, I mean, Daytona, it's different than most sports. You know, Daytona is our Super Bowl, and that's the first one of the year. So it's a big one to kind of get out of the gate running. 
and, and try and get your boys, uh, you know, typically you got a new team, much like myself driving the 12 this year. So you're just trying to get everyone a good run, kick off on the right foot and uh, hammer down. Like you said, it definitely rolls over because uh, you start racing, you know, week to week to week. Um, so it's nice to start off with some positives. Yeah. Yeah. And, it, and it's like, uh, you know, it, it, what, what ends up happening is it sets the tone. You kind of get, that was a weird race anyways, because the caution made it almost anybody's game there at the end. And we kept resetting. And I was like, dude, who is going to end up where in that race? And it was just like, it was anybody's game. So it was, it was really good to hold out to that, to the end, you know, uh, dude, you got some staying power this year. Like, like, dude, you've been around, you've, you've been moving on up, you're a staple there. I want to real quick get your opinion on something because we got like a staple, I guess, in our culture now, and it's Elon Musk, dude. He Did you see that today? He just bought Twitter. Like, they approved it. it wild, man. Dude, um, it's you know, crazy. A guy, you know, I'm 26, so that's a name I've heard, you know, all through high school and, you know, college, and you're like, man, this guy's like a powerhouse mover. Um, so it's going to be exciting to see what happens out there. I know we're all like wondering what's going to be next, but uh, everything he touches is like wildfire. I know, man. And, and it's like, he, he, whatever he, yeah, you're right. What he touches with is wildfire and it like succeeds. So Twitter is like already in some people's minds a success. Like, what is he going to do with this dude? $44 billion to buy this out. And he's like, I think I can run it out really is supposed to be ran. And it's like, dude, what is this guy going to do? And we're all like, what does that mean? What does, oh, I'm yeah. gonna run it, you know, and uh, that's an unknown, which a lot of people get uncomfortable um, about that. But uh, you got to remember, every great idea started with somebody coming up with something that most people thought was probably crazy. Oh, yeah, for sure, dude. Any In any documentary you watch on what he does, people are just like, what? You're going to bring a rocket back down and land a rocket so we save it? And the dude does it. And then it's all the electric vehicles. I've seen his Tesla dance to like the Nutcracker Suite song at Christmas. Like yeah. they program it to dance and stuff. And I'm like, dude, with Twitter, what is this guy going to do? And like you said, it. I'm sure it scares some people, but it excites some people too. Like, you know, I can't, dude, I, I can't relate to Warren Buffett. Like I'm, I got super credit, genius, great guy, but yeah. Elon, that's our dude. Like that's our like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. this guy's got it. Sure. No. He, yeah. He's definitely got the vision of, of pushing things to the limits, and um, it, it's going to be exciting. And then uh, if it is a rocket, we all want to jump on. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. I'd go to space, dude. I'd go to outer space and come back once just to see what it was like. I know you would, dude. That's you. You made for speed, right? <laughs> right. Pushing it to the limit. That's what you do all the time, man. 100%. So let's talk about what's up with you lately, man. Uh, you texted me a while back and said, I got a new house. Yeah, new man. New so. Uh, I'm pumped. I, I, I'm from St. Louis, but I've lived in North Carolina for uh, 12 years now, pretty much my whole uh, like adult life. And um, basically moved five miles away from the race shop, but uh, <laughs> I was living above the race shop. So last time I was on here, I was like, flip the camera. I'm like, check it out. There's race yeah. trucks down there. They're wrapping like, my truck. Yeah, they're yeah. wrapping my truck. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, There's no race trucks. Check this out. Like, yeah. uh, it's just like your life uh, continues and, and you kind of uh, you know, things change and, and you get excited about it. And uh, this is a step. And it's funny, like so many people love racing and are like, man, we'd love to like do what you do. And then I'm like, well, never had a house before. Like, <laughs> uh, you know, it's, it's yeah. like I'm over here doing my own thing. And there's a lot of my buddies that are, you know, hitting a typical task. And I'm like, oh, man, I should probably go back and do that real quick. Yeah. Yeah. Like, dude, yeah, that's where I'm in experience that I don't have a house or anything like that. Like, yeah, you think it's cool, but I, it would be cool kind of to like, you know, not wear full clothes all the time if I had to, you know what I mean? Or like right. uh, just hang out maybe a little bit, something like that. Mow my grass. There's any, yeah, anything, right. dude. I got I a lawnmower now. Yeah, I imagine your lawnmower is maxed out, dude. I imagine you're just going to get in there, twist that governor up a little bit. And be like, all right. I got you. this Spartan full lawnmower. Oh, do you the big one? Zero turn, yeah. Dude, don't they look like assault vehicles, those Spartan ones, dude? They're badass. Oh, it's awesome. 
when I went to the GIE Expo in uh, Louisville and they had uh, Gatling guns mounted on the side of the one Spartan dude for like, you know, for the booth for display and stuff. And it, it, it fit it like you were like, oh, that's got to be an attachment. Like, yeah, I, I'll take that option. How much is it? Yeah. That's going to be in the next Transformers movie. That's right. Be in the next Transformers movie for sure. For sure. So uh, congratulations. Like I said, I always say that on the house and uh, you're on a break a little bit, which gives us a break here. Timing was perfect for that. I know we've been talking about it and it worked out well. The last race, right? That's the yeah. wild one. Tell us about the last race. Well, Bristol on dirt, man. Um, wild race, uh, Bristol in general, half mile high bank, 30 something degrees, uh, really fast, 16 second lap times. So, I mean, you go, Really quick, straight away, and then in the center of the corner, it just like sucks you through the car, and then you're like, "Oh, catch your breath." And everyone jokes around, uh, like, "Hey, you got to remember to breathe." Yeah. So they take this intense track, and they're like, "Let's put dirt on it and make it take 20 seconds to go around." Yeah. Uh, which feels like eternity, um, because you show up and you're like, "Oh, it's Bristol." Then you're like, "Oh, it's on dirt. It's got a little less banking, and now we're going to be sideways." Oh yeah. Uh, so I'm not used to looking out the right side of the window. I know right? that, but. I know I commented on one of your posts, like sometimes you got to go left to go, or you got to go right to go left. And you're like, yeah, damn right you do. I've seen that because your, your truck was coming in like this sideways with the wheels turning, coming around. It must have been turn four. It was coming around like that. I was like, dude, this is going to get wild again, which it was yeah. wild last year. And, and it's always wild to see it because like you said, it's an intense little track to begin with. And now we're going to get everybody slipping and sliding a little bit, you know. That, that's what's crazy. And like the, the dirt picks up rubber. And you're like, how does this even make sense? (laughs) You know, dirt guys use like totally different terminology. Um, You know, they're like, oh, you got to chase the moisture. And I'm like, man, when I race, I'm praying that it don't freaking rain. Like, what do you mean chase the moisture? So uh, a lot of new terms. uh, Now that NASCAR races two races a year on dirt, um, it's not a lot, but it's enough to say, hey, every race pays the most, the same amount of points. So uh, you got to. Uh, got to try and be best prepared for every event well you know uh i know last time we were talking about it uh i was asking you like if there is there stuff they're gonna just gonna peel off the windshield like i know that you did last time right and then uh you, you do normally anyways with the rubber and everything else and the bugs and whatnot but how many more do you go through like on the dirt like or or how does it how did that even work yeah so we call them a tear off yeah, tear. Um, and basically the front windshield, you know, in NASCAR, you got a full windshield uh, and you have a tear off all the way across. So guy jumps over the wall, rips it from like the driver, like up here and rips yep. it down. Um, and it's like, boom, brand new window. So you love it and you can see everything clear and it's like, this is perfect. Well on dirt, you want it like every five laps. You're like, yeah. we need another tear off. So Last year, they had the full tear-offs, and you just couldn't keep up. Like, everyone was running out of them, and then you're just smearing it with Windex and, like, every pit stop. Um, This year, they started doing just the driver window. So, you have, like, three that go all the way across, and then, like, six that are just, like, this half. So, basically, you could just get one every, you know, every pit stop. Dang. That's wild, dude. So, what did you do? Like, what what was your go-to – if like it was caked and you couldn't see like what was where were you were you picking out little spots in there and leaning trying to find them like to see where you could see through i mean you're like locked in here and your head can't really move side to side much and you're like okay like (laughs) and you're looking and basically you're like looking at the left side of the window and you flick it into the corner and you're like okay like i got it pointed i see the corner down here and then you're looking out the right side window, like, okay, like that's where the outside wall is. And yeah. then at the same time, your spotter is in the radio. Like there's a guy, uh, two back outside, one back outside. And you're like, I can't see shit. Like, I know. <laughs> so then you hear it get real loud and you're like, we're either like, we look badass right now or this yeah. is going to be expensive. Or this is going to get rough real quick. Yeah. That's crazy, dude. So, uh, when I, when I think about that, like, are they going to, it looks like it's here to stay. Is that right? Like they yeah. enjoy that it's throwing a kink into everything and uh, it's fun to watch. It's exciting. And people are looking forward to it every year. It seems like, so I'm guessing those races that are dirt are here to stay. I think so. Cause they put out a report. Uh, there's been 650 NASCAR truck races ever. And that was ranked number seven for TV viewership. That's crazy, dude. Isn't so, that wild, dude? Uh, 2 million viewers, uh, super, super big event. 
uh, 60,000 people at the racetrack. So I think it's here to stay, but hopefully the windshields aren't. Uh, when we go on dirt, I'd love for them to just do like a chicken wire screen. Yeah. And then have the tear off on your visor, like real yeah. dirt racers. Yeah. Um, would be a lot easier. Yeah. Then you could actually do it, have as many as you wanted to on top of the screen too. That'd be yeah. kind of nice, I guess. Uh, so let's talk about the truck this year, dude, because uh, Rim Time's been on there. Like they've been on there, and then I seen that they were on there, and then I seen that they were on there. So Rim Time's been stepping up. Those guys are pretty cool. I was actually down in that neck of the woods at North Carolina while we were we couldn't connect really. Uh, MPE will be back there next year, so we'll be there. I went to the NASCAR Hall of Fame and stuff, dude. Super, super inviting. I love the downtown. That convention center being connected to the Hall of Fame was perfect. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it was epic. So um, when we're talking about the truck and Rim Time. Which, like I said, I got to get down and see those guys when I'm down there. I really yeah. want to talk about the Wallace theme, dude. The retro. It makes me yeah. feel like we're in the '80s, dude. That's where I'm from. We all was born. Yeah. In the 80s. Uh, Michael Waltrip is our uh, Hawaiian punch throwback. Yeah, team. that's right. That's right. Michael Waltrip. My bad. I said what I, I said. I said well, why I said Wallace. Wallace. Yeah, Michael Waltrip. My bad. My bad. Wallace, big name in racing. Oh, team. don't get me wrong. Don't yeah. get me wrong. That would be uh, a cool throwback as well. But Michael yeah. Waltrip is what I meant to say. Yeah. Waltrip. Um, so. Funny story how all that happened. Um, Rim Time, like you said, stepped up, been a, a huge partner of mine this year. Uh, 40 locations, wheel and tires nationwide. So um, really cool group of people. They're actually owned by Renna Center. Okay. And Renna Center is like the competitor to Mike Waltrip's old sponsor, um, Aaron's. Okay. So Michael and I are buddies, and I'm like, hey, like, let's do a throwback to Michael Waltrip and Aaron's and they're like, well, I can't really do Aaron's cause yeah. uh, we're competitors. And I'm like, Oh yeah. Well, then we ain't okay. going to be able to do that one. Uh, yeah. I guess we can't do that. I'm like, well, hold on. Let me look at some other paint schemes. And his first ever cup start was in the Hawaiian punch car cool. and uh, pretty iconic. And yeah. uh, Michael and I, we grabbed dinner, hung out. He's an announcer in the truck series uh, now and thought, man, this could be cool to, you know, have him something extra to talk about. Yep. And the time colors are kind of like that orange, red, blue, blue. like yep. so yep. perfect. Click perfectly. Dude, I remember uh when he when they had the Aaron's 499, the race. It was the Aaron's 499. And I remember Michael Waltrip, he had a commercial said, Aaron's got things for $99. And it was like, dude, it was like oh, that worked out perfectly that they marketed that way yeah. to have the Aaron's 499. And his commercial was they got things for $99. And I was like, dude, that's the greatest marketing ever that I, I and it still sticks in my brain, dude. I was a teenager when that happened. So uh, kudos. And he did a great job doing it too, as well. He's always been really good on the microphone. That's for sure, dude. So he's great on TV and uh, recognizable guys. So uh, it's cool that, you know, the older drivers have become announcers because most of us looked up to, you know, one of those guys. Yeah. At some point. So uh, yeah. You're like, man, I remember, you know, watching Michael Waltrip on TV. And now we're talking like, yeah, just as cool as he is. And yeah. uh, that's pretty it, neat. It is neat, dude, that they have hung around and became part of NASCAR still to where younger drivers can, you know, meet them actually and talk to them a little bit, pick their brain or get advice or become friends even and do that kind of stuff. Like we do that stuff in our industry, um, you know, and I mean, I consider myself still young yet in in the asphalt industry and when we go to our expos the older guys are still there that we all still look up to dude and we're like hey can we like just eat dinner with you for just a minute like we would really like to pick your brain a little bit and just become friends and you see that with you guys as well that some of these older drivers are hanging out and becoming part of nascar still and are like icons dude My michael's an icon like that's yeah. all there is to it dude you know so it works out good that way i think for you all so when we talk about that retro theme let's talk about your merch store real quick because uh it, it's available right like people can yeah. buy merch with that retro theme on it yeah we uh kicked off some uh throwback swag and retro hats and uh, i'm always rocking the flat bill and that yes. was like popular back then yeah. uh, i don't think for uh the same reasons i think that's all i had back then but uh <laughs> So, yeah, it's, it's cool, man. Uh, red, yellow, blue, bright colors. Um, if you're a NASCAR fan, you've probably heard of Darlington Raceway and this old racetrack, and they call it the Lady in Black. I mean, it's like this wild racetrack, old surface, um, and it kind of embraced the whole retro throwback 
deal probably six or seven years ago. Yeah. And uh, all four races that I've ran there, um, I've done a throwback to somebody. So um, it's cool because uh, it always stood out as when I was like getting into the sport, I'm like, oh, throwback, that's going to be awesome. So um, pretty pumped to, to be able to do somebody like Michael Waltrip this time. And the sponsors, they have to be okay with it. And every sponsor has their own branding. So for them to like change the color of their logo or completely change their paint scheme, um, not everyone's on board for that. So I've been fortunate. Yeah, that works out good, man. I mean, you've had some like in your career now, you've had some iconic sponsors and themes and themed vehicles like the grunt style one was epic right for a long time yeah. um the boys at american pavement that was epic yeah. rim time this year danos dude danos is that's one of my favorite ones dude seeing yeah. the kid with the with the bucket over his shoulder like dude or the fishing the, the fishing pole over his shoulder dude that's my favorite one and uh i'll i'll uh talk to toothpick sometimes and i'll be oh, on yeah. there and, yeah and i'll be like dude like i love it the new the, the what they do with the logo and what they do with the stuff and how they are so creative with wordplay on their stuff, dude. It's like yeah. toothpick. I know he has a fun time with it because they just give him free reign to do whatever, dude. When he's uh he's becoming an icon his damn self, that guy. So that's uh, the thing, you know, like we talk about this whole social media and things like that. And it's like, you know, people are cool in their own like way, right? So if you're willing to let yourself be yourself on social media, people are gonna gravitate toward it because. Uh, they're so used to like the corporate world and having to be like buttoned up and then they see folks that are doing things they want to do. And they're like, that guy's just having fun. Like, yeah, enjoy it. And uh, there's a time and place to be professional, but there's also like, Hey, like just enjoy the moment and yeah. uh, maximize what you got. Yeah. You know, what ends up happening is people relate to you. Like, you know, because in, in your world, you know, um, like, not a lot of people are ever going to be able to relate with you as, as far as racing goes, right? But you're sitting on a tailgate, cracking one of those Montuckies and drinking, like almost everybody can relate to that, dude. So <laughs> when, when we talk about when we talk about Montucky in general, uh, it's your TikTok, dude, that's been blowing up like crazy. You've been doing such a good job. We were talking the other day and I was like, dude, you're going to catch me. In no time, like, dude, you're doing, which kudos, like you have a huge, like you have got a great market to pull from, but it's still not easy, no matter what, like the time and effort and the cutting and the editing and doing everything. And just the idea of what you're going to do in your skit, you're killing it, dude, on TikTok. How much fun are you having with that? Well, I appreciate it, man. It is a lot of fun. You know, at first I was like, oh man, they come up with another platform that we got to go. <laughs> I'm like, I already got Instagram, yeah. Facebook. Yeah. And you're late like, to the game. You were like, I'm late to the game anyways. Like it ain't yeah. going to catch. Like LinkedIn. I'm like, oh man, like what's next? So um, jump on TikTok and I'm like, man, this is pretty catchy. Like this is a lot of fun and met some cool people. Like that's where I originally met Dano. Yeah. And pick off there. And, um, but it's cool because that whole page you know you start liking videos and then it starts this is how they rope you in and it is 2 a.m in the morning like oh my gosh what is yeah. oh <laughs> you're just up all night they're just giving you more of what you like and it's really good um in that way and then you just post a cool video and you're like oh i might get a couple hundred views the next thing you know you wake up with thirty thousand. i'm like man <laughs> Oh yeah. That's right. Oh. It's like you, you guys are going to have to call me, sir. Now yeah, like <laughs> you can talk to my publicist if you want me to come hang out with you today. Yeah. It's, it's insane, dude. In, in, you know, our TikTok, it, I have no idea that that many people liked watching people spray paint and putting blacktop down and yes. filling cracks and things, but it's like, so I've sent your videos to a few of my buddies. I'm like, check this out. Like, it's just the most satisfying thing ever. I'm like, <laughs> and uh, it is catchy, man. You've had so many blow up. And then um, it's like the little things that you think are normal. Like you see that a hundred times a day. Yeah. So you're like, ah, whatever, let's make a video. You know, I need some content. And then you wake up and you're like, people thought that was cool. Like, I know, dude. It, it smells like crap. And I step in it every day. But yeah. um, hey. I think. It, it worked cool. out good. Yeah, it, it apparently it's cool. Yeah. And we now we got uh I don't got any sitting next to me, but we got people that are like begging from like they want merch. Now so now I gotta design 
stuff with our logos and some sayings and stuff and we got different hats coming and stuff and it's like this is my life like I sometimes I cannot believe it like we're still here in Lone Rock little tiny town in the middle of nowhere still putting sealer down but yet the podcast and TikTok and everything else in general is just going bonkers and it's great to have that support ain't it 100 percent. and what I love you posted the other day it looked like you were set up with a booth like a science fair product yeah yeah uh, like like seven years ago or something yeah dude like, yeah did you see that like, table it's awesome like to see where you start and, and where you end up it puts things in perspective dude i didn't have a sign so i had to take one of those corrugated yard signs and i pulled the stake out of it and i taped it to the front of this fold out card table dude and that was the very first expo i ever went to and i like had my booth there and dude i thought oh yeah man this is gonna be cool i got there and i was like I'm way unprepared, way, way unprepared. They gave me like a 20 by 20 spot and I might've took a four by four of it. <laughs> so I was like, oh my God, dude. But uh, you know, it's like anything else you use next, believe me, next year I was prepared. We had a carpet that looked like a road and, you know, with a line all on it and stuff that looked perfect. And I was more prepared the second time, but yeah, dude, it, with the logo on it. Yeah. Yeah, we did. We did. I had Eli help him, but dude, he was asleep in the chair. Like he was, he was so hyped for it. He fell asleep and people came around. And then when it was over, I was like, come on, man, time to get up. And he's like, is this starting? I'm like, no, dude, it's over. Like you missed the whole thing, dude. We're going home, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. And then he loves him now, dude. I think that that's why he likes him so much now, all those expos and stuff, but yeah, it's crazy to see, to go from that little table and my little table is your cart right like like that's where we've came dude and along the way all we've done really is share our journey and people relate to that journey and then they become fans of it as well and they want to see you succeed as well because they're kind of in that same boat they started somewhere they're trying to get somewhere whether it's racing or asphalt or football or academia whatever dude if you share it and you're genuine People catch on. They love it, dude. You know, they become fans of you. So, um, you know, after your TikTok's blowing up and you become a celebrity and I don't even know if you're going to race anymore after the season, now that you're such a marketing genius when it comes to social media, you are going to come to Wisconsin this year. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So when are you going to be here? I believe uh, like mid-June. Okay. Okay. Mid-June. You're going to be out. got to link up. Yes, we definitely will. Gotta get and you that's, to the oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's that Road America. Yeah. I think, is it like Elkhart Lake? It is Elkhart Lake. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Elkhart Lake. It's Road America. Dude, uh, I went to that racetrack a couple times, mainly because, let me see if I can see, like, you see right there? That's oh, Sebastian Bourdais and Eddie Jones. Uh, they were, yeah, dude. Like, it, it's an IndyCar track. So I'm excited to see you guys race there uh, and, and see how it goes. It, it'll be, It'll be a fun time. A it's week. A big track. It is. It is. It's a big track. Like we, we usually uh, like set up at one of the corners, and it's and they're racing Indy cars, and it's legit three minutes before they're back to you. Yeah. And then, and then like well, now we can do something for a minute. Get another hot dog. Yeah, yeah, hot dog. Go crack another one, and we'll be back to it. So it'll be fun, dude. It's it's really fun to have you. I'm super hyped that some of these other tracks are getting uh, some exposure and, you know, NASCAR is wanting to mix it up a little bit. And I'm, I'm totally cool with that because it allows you guys to come to our neck of the woods. And honestly, you know, unless you're willing to travel or do something, we might never get a chance to come see you. You know what I mean? hundred percent, you know, like there's NASCAR fans all over and there's a lot of people that are like on the verge of being NASCAR fans. I think that's where we are in the world right now with, with motorsports is, F1, like, put on Netflix, amazing. I started watching F1 because it's addicting, of it. dude. It's well, now people are like, hold up. F1 only comes to the U.S., like, you know, typically in, uh, in Coda, Austin, Texas. And it's like, okay, yeah. well, I like motorsports now. Like, yeah, they didn't know anything. So yeah. now those folks are like, let's go to a NASCAR race. And I got people coming up to me getting an autograph and a Lewis Hamilton shirt. I'm like, oh, no way. what is going on here? Dude, that's bizarre. I, 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 I shirt that. half that price. Okay? Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm here. And you yeah. met me. I'm here. Yeah, yeah. Dude, it's, it's, it's wild. I, seen, I think F1's kind of catching on, too, that that thing is super popular because 
I'm pretty sure I seen an article that they might be doing an in-city Vegas race. That yeah, F1 on the dude. streets, dude. Clear the calendar. I'm ready to go. <laughs> dude, this is that's real life, dude. They're gonna be running by the Bellagio. Yeah, like, like we walk on that road when we're out there, yeah. dude. Like it's, it's. I don't know if you can paint lines out there. No, <laughs> I, I, I bet. I bet if you. Uh, uh, I bet if you hooked a striper to one of those F1 cars, you could do it real fast, though. I promise you that much. Yeah. No, they're not going to be legit. They're not going to be DOT spec, but they're going to be done real quick. Dude, I, I think it's a great time for motorsports. Like, it, we, there was a great time, and it kind of, this is my opinion, it dipped. Oh, and yeah. then all of a sudden, it's a great time for motorsports. Like, every style, dude. Like, uh, you know, that that series on uh, Netflix just showing that it's more than just people going around in first, second and third. Like there's a lot going into this. It shows you how much work is going in the the ins and outs, the politics of it, you know, and how drivers come and go and do things. And that's a testament to you with your staying power there with Young's like, you know, it's it's not an easy gig. There's a lot of money in it. There's a lot of drama in it. There's expectations to perform. and uh, you know, people are like, all right, this is actually where it's at. You know, football's great, but this is some exciting, dramatic shit that I want to keep watching. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like when I talk to people uh, that aren't necessarily racing fans, it's like, okay, imagine like being able to be excited for your football team losing. And they're like, what? And I'm like, it's so cut and dry, baseball, football, great sports, but like there's a winner and a loser. That's it. Yeah, absolutely. And really, there's like a race within a race. Like your guy, yeah. you can say, hey, like F1. Yeah. Uh, you know, Lewis Hamilton, you expect him to win. Oh, right? yeah. yeah. But like Alonzo, you're like, oh, he's in a team that he's going to run 10. And then he yeah. finishes third and it's like, Whoa! I know, dude. I know. It's, you're, you get so pumped. And some of them, it's like you see that just podium is like, oh, my God, dude. They're like, we're going to, we're, this is great for us. We're good for the next year. Like we gain so much ground. You're like, third place in one race and you guys are like we're good for the year like uh, yeah we're stoked so it lets yeah. you know like there's a lot going on there you know beyond that beyond that as well so um one of the questions that that i had about that is um you know when you think about you know whether it's max verstappen or whatever the heck it is um what do you think is when you tell somebody like let's say no one knows let's say you go to a room and no one knows who you are spence all right and you're like they're like oh hi this is spencer and like hey what do you do and you say uh i'm a driver i kind of race nascar like what what is the typical reaction to that when you say that to somebody when you introduce yourself and they have no clue yeah it's always like awkward because uh you know you go to those functions and you're like they're like oh what do you do and you're like yeah, race cars. Oh, what do you race? I'm like, oh, I race NASCAR. What? Like NASCAR. <laughs> and then you got people that don't like NASCAR. They're like, oh, you just drive in a circle. And I'm yeah. like, do they really say they, that? They don't say it. No way. They don't say that, do they? Some people do. do really? Uh, a lot of people, the typical response is like, oh, that's awesome. And then yeah. it like leads to, you know, like, where do you Nonsense. go to the bathroom? You know? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Where do you go to the bathroom at? Or like, uh, what are you going to do when you're done racing? You know, yeah. like, oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Can we just talk about right now? Like, I just want to talk about right now. Uh, you got people that are like, bullshit. When you, when you say that, yeah. are they like, bullshit? That, that was like early on. So like, uh, I had just gotten in NASCAR. I was like 20, 21. Uh, and you're like still hanging out with like your college friends. So uh, like I went to college for marketing and would still go to like hang out or go on the lake with people and mm -hmm. They're like, oh, you know, hey, Spencer, yeah, cool, what's up? And then, like, some, you know, you're just, like, going through the motions, and someone's like, oh, you know, he's a NASCAR driver, and then it's like, everyone looks over, and you're like, yeah, no, no way, like, yeah, your Instagram, and I'm like, oh, like, yeah, I'm good, man. Yeah, they're and like, then, if that was true, he would have told us, like, right, yeah. you know, they're like, well, I really didn't want to bring that into the room, but, yeah, yeah I guess <laughs> I will, yeah, dude, uh, that make now the marketing makes sense. Now that TikTok's bomb, now that makes sense, dude. Now your TikTok's going off. So I, now I put two and two together, Spence. You know, the more we talk, the more I learn about you, Spencer. <laughs> Same, gonna, brother. Yeah, now I'm going to have to end up uh, – I might have to hire you one day. You might. We might have to work together if we're going to do keep doing this kind we'll of stuff. We'll have some more logos on the back of that deal. 
Yeah, dude, everywhere. We'll have it everywhere. We get in the Blacktop Banner building, it'll be everywhere. Uh, dude, one thing that I have really enjoyed about you and I becoming friends is your mom and dad. Like, dude, they're the most humble, sweetest couple of people I have ever met. When your dad posts and he said, my partner in crime, and he's got your mom on there, I'm like, dang. That's, I'm like, dang, like, dude, we're for sure going to see like the 50 year anniversary, all loving yeah. together and Spence being there with his family. And then they're going to be there. Uh, I tried getting them to do a hashtag. That's my Boyd. And it's like, yeah. your dad already has like eight hashtags. So I'm really yeah. like, I'm really trying to like get them to be like, all right, this one's worthy. Like this one's worthy. This one's worthy and get there. What's it like, dude, uh, when you're out there and you have your parents there and you're in awe already, and you know how proud they are of you. What's that like when your mom and dad's there uh, when you're on getting ready to roll out? Yeah, man, I, I love it. They uh, they are really hardworking folks and uh, they go to probably eight races a year, which uh, sounds like a lot, but I race about 30. So yeah. um, it's really cool to have them there uh, on pit road. Like that's the most like really like exciting feeling. Um, you know, if you've been to an NASCAR race or you're up close and personal, which we're going to get you there. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. You do the national anthem and the prayer, and then you're all like high fiving your crew, getting ready to jump in, and it's like, boom! There's my mom and dad. Like, yeah, uh, you know, give them a hug. And my mom's always like super teary eyed and like ready, like pumped up. And uh, then we get home, and they're like, "Are we on TV?" Like, yeah. Then they want to see. Yeah. Like, Did they catch us? And, dude, they're uh, they're always looking fresh. Like they yeah. all, dude. They they love you know that like they're always looking fresh. Your dad and your mom. I mean, they 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 take it in. They didn't go fool me, dude. They take it in. They're enjoying this ride just as much as you are, man. Uh, it's their thirtieth anniversary uh, today, so that's why I got the college shirt. Oh, go I got you. You're looking good. We're gonna go to. Oh, I won't keep you. We'll 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 get there. We'll get peeled through this, and then make sure you tell your dad that's my boy. Like we'll do. Like that. Like dad, just you know, let Marvin just for one one post have some glory with that's my boy, um, or that's our boy. Yeah. Uh, Let's talk about the next race. Is it Darlington? Is that the next it one? Is. Yeah, so we got a big a big wide end on one end, and then we got a narrow end on the other end, right? Yeah. Hey, man, don't think I don't know what I'm talking about, bro. You know what's up. I know. So when, when we talk about the adjustment to the vehicle, that's different because you have two different bank turns, right, and two different degree turns. Do you, do you find the happy medium there, and you're like, all right, this works on both ends? How does that work at that track, dude? Yeah, I mean, that's the goal, right? The goal is to have it be, you know, fast and, like, comfortable with speed on both ends. But <clears throat> it's easier said than done. Um, turns one and two are probably the easiest. I mean, you drive in really deep into one, let it slide up the racetrack, kind of roll around the top, heavy in the gas. Okay. So you, like, lift, getting through turn one, drive it up the hill into turn two, point it down. And drive off and it's like okay it's a little sketchy but you're heavy in the throttle yeah well in three and four you drive off in there and you're hauling the mail down the back straightaway you get off in there and you lift because you know you have to like you want to hold it wide open but you can't and then it's just you're along for the ride it's like okay there's the wall up there and you're just sliding up yeah and then it like catches and turns and you feed it back the throttle but you can't just give it a hundred percent you're like out of four out of turn four, you mean? Yeah. And yeah. it wants to like jump sideways and go to the inside wall every lap. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, and pavement. Yeah. You need good pavement, which hence is why we're, why we talk about it. Has there been any new tracks? Did anything get repaved this year? And don't seem like so far you've been on anything that's got repaved. Uh, Atlanta was oh, the it did. one that got paved. It did. Uh, but at the same time, they added 10 degrees of banking. Oh, really? They changed so it. it it's super high banked, um, and the asphalt is already like buckling. Oh, really? It's pushing. Yeah, uh, they're that's not happy. Good. That's not good, dude. Yeah, and that some of that blacktop that's been down now on some of those tracks is twenty years, if not more, twenty five years. Like they do a good job taking care of it, but it's in place and it's hard. Like that, some of that new stuff, it's soft, you know, and that's mixed design now. There's so much recycled asphalt going into mix design. I was wondering about this, right? Because I think about how hot that track is, how hard you guys are pushing into it, and then the reaction of that heat with some of this asphalt that has recycled material. 
Now it's great. I mean, it's, it's fine for us as long as you seal coat, um, you know, it protects this asphalt that already has been used before. Therefore the rock has already absorbed the, some of the oils there. So it has a hard time binding as well. And I was wondering about that on some of these tracks as we're getting into using uh, recycled asphalt more, if it was going to affect you guys, because when I see the tires, when they get off the car, there's rock in it. And I know where that rock came from. Right. So I'm like, dude, is it going to be, are they, I was kind of wondering if the tires were going to be worse faster because so much more rock would pick up in some of these tracks and things as recycle blacktop goes on. And the other thing is that you're talking that buckling is because the, the, the structure of it isn't what it used to be. Yeah. You know, I mean, so. for us, they keep uh, making the tires a harder compound. Okay. okay. To help with that. Cause the softer obviously grips more yeah. lower tire pressure and it like wants to tear the track apart. Yeah, dude. I, and I, I, so I was thinking is that the softer it is and the softer the blacktop is nowadays. I mean, they compact it really, really well, but I know that it's not what it used to be, dude. So it's like, wow, how's this going to end up? So when we talk about uh, Darlington, um, I, I've raced it on, uh, listen, man, I've raced Darlington a lot, but it was on NASCAR heat in your truck, right? Perfect. That second turn, uh, when the tires start to go, uh, you can hit that outside. That back end kind of wants to come loose a little bit on that second turn, right? It wants to kick out. Um, is is there anything that you guys do to counter that kind of tail action the, to the best of your ability on that on that turn right there? Is there one thing where you guys are like, okay, this is the adjustment we got to make because it's, this is going to happen. We know it's going to happen. Yeah. So I mean, throughout the race um as the track like heats up and gets more slick um they'll raise the track bar to adjust kind of the angle of the chassis on the wheels yep to adjust kind of the pressure of that and the yeah. angle to help the tire not slip slip yeah. as much um then but kind of going into it knowing that that's going to happen um we started running a we call it a rubbered up right rear so okay. the spring in the right rear has little rubber pieces in between the coils oh okay and it's called like a progressive spring so it'd take like a 300 pound spring and the harder you push it the stiffer it gets all right so it's going to press in on that side even more coming yeah. out of that turn damn dude there's so much people don't realize there's so much they think you guys just that's just hooked up it's the same truck we race it every time is this what it yeah. is there's so much they just don't get it uh, dude I, I, I appreciate every time you come on the podcast because we always learn something more and it, it opens our eyes in a different perspective and you're able to give us an inside look at this we follow you along people talk to me about spencer boyd all the damn time most of the time they forget about me and ask about spencer uh dude i really appreciate you being on here where do people find your social spencer um TikTok, of course, and then uh, yeah. on Instagram too. You're pretty active there. Where can people find you here as we're we're closing out the podcast tonight? Yeah, man. Well, I appreciate it. You're rocking an awesome shirt right there. Oh so, yeah, boy. You know, uh, I, I gotta stay fresh. I stay up to date. I stay at up. my old place, I had your magnet on the side of the fridge. Oh really? I gotta get you a new hat. Um, that's my bad, dude. I'm I gotta get you a banner hat and a Wisco hat. That's my bad. But here's the thing: I didn't know where you were living, dude. Yeah, yeah, no hey, mouse, dude. yeah, don't yeah. Really that, that is. Dude. I will. I'll get you a shirt and a hat and stuff. Uh, but yeah. what, what about your socials before, socials. I, before I lose track? <laughs> you can follow me on Instagram, Spencer Boyd PR, Twitter, yep. just my name, Spencer Boyd, Facebook, Spencer Boyd Racing fan page, and TikTok, Spencer Boyd NASCAR. It's pretty much different on everything, but that's okay, uh, dude. That's okay. That's that don't, that don't matter none, dude. People are going to find you. You you got a one of a kind name, Spencer Boyd. So it's kind of like Marvin Joel's It's a one it's well, I'm the third. So it's a three of a kind name, but uh, you know, what's a, what's a, you know where to one. find the other ones. That's <laughs> right. That's right. That's right. Uh, dude, I really appreciate you being on here before we go. Uh, I got a couple things I want to do. I want you to give, uh, I don't know if I've ever asked you for it, but I would like to, you come from a world that not a lot of people um, get to be involved in. If you if there's one piece of advice, general advice about life that you could give, what do you think that would be? Man, I would say uh, racing has definitely taught me, you know, not to uh, burn a bridge. Um, honestly, the guy that you drive for today, uh, 
that, that you quit or leave, you could end up driving for a year or two later. And same with partners, you know, sponsors come and go. Um, you know, they may take a break economically and come back. So uh, in this sport, it's a fast-paced industry and just not burning bridges, being thankful for uh, every network that you have. Yeah, dude. And that's, I mean, that's why you and I connect, right? And we keep connecting, you know, that TikTok network is just like real life network. Like you get to talk to somebody, you kind of work with them a little bit and hopefully down the line, you get to work together again. It makes everybody better right like it just makes everybody's it makes everybody better their repertoire better and their marketing better spencer boyd all right so well, the last thing before we go and before i let you get to dinner with your parents as a uh, uh, thing i, w- I want to make sure you know happy anniversary to mom and dad uh yeah. let's let's do a a pod deck real quick um it's gonna be a hopefully dude i hope you get a real good one the one the other day uh was uh is a is a hot dog a sandwich or not and why dude it was that to me that was the best one i'd ever dug out of here and uh it was a hard one too the guy had a hard time answering that one all right so i'm just gonna show you we're gonna pull one out all right yeah uh all right spence all right how much would someone have to pay you to eat a live spider Ooh, man it depends like you know, I need some furniture in this place. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> live spider. A live one, like legit. Like, how much money would it take? Like, we're gonna be we're gonna be greedy, but also practical with this answer. How much money would it take for you to eat a live spider? Twenty five thousand. All right, all right. I was gonna say, well, it must tell you about uh, where I live in rural America. <laughs> Ten grand would have been all right with me. I would have. <laughs> <laughs> and you know you know i would have recorded it because that would have been viral for sure you watching me eat a live spider cool cool can you chew it or you just gotta swallow no, it you gotta chew it you gotta chew it yeah okay you gotta eat it you gotta eat it uh yeah okay now we see uh whose morals are a little higher than the other one i guess uh dude thanks so much what is it gram would be nice right now <laughs> dude i know you know you'd be furnitured out i know dude You'd have everything you needed out there for sure. It'd be nice to have, you know, leather furniture, big old TV. Yeah. You know, I would have to have an inflatable hot tub. You could have a legit hot tub in the back with what we do with our choices on money. But hey, it is what it is. Uh, dude, thanks so much for being back with us again. We'll have to catch up here again. We're going to make this a yearly thing. Hopefully um, we can catch up to you one more time here um at the end of the year or or going into the end of the year when you're on break again due to your fan favorite here people love love seeing you we love watching you we love watching what you do uh you represent us very very well and we all appreciate that a lot thank you man well i appreciate you having me on and uh, it's always fun catching up on social and uh, you keep doing your thing man it's awesome to see the group you too man you too and uh i'll get you some stuff and then i'll snap you a little bit and remind you to uh tell your dad that that's my that's our boy cool all right thank you sir all right for myself and spencer boyd who drives the number 12 young's motorsport chevy um this is blacktop banner this is episode 58 here we speak asphalt we did that a little bit spence me and you right and yeah. yeah yeah and uh as always i want you to seal it pave it stripe it and kill it peace y'all thank you very much mm-hmm.